Amen. How many of y'all having fun in church today? Y'all having a good time? Amen. It's so good to be with you today. And I'm like really, really amped about the word of God this morning that God has for you out of Psalm 103. So those of you that are note takers and want to turn there right now, you go launch into Psalm 103. While you're doing that, I want to um, let you know that as you walked in this morning, there were invitations. Some of you may be sitting on them right now. And, um, but there were invitations for our candlelight service coming up on December 23rd. And I I want to invite you to invite others to this time together. Matter of fact, I want you to take pictures of this. I want you to post it on social media. I want you to text it to every friend you got. And I want you to text it. I want you to post it. I want you to take these invitations and invite as many people as you can to come out to our candlelight time. Um, We are just going to be who we are. We're going to take a moment, stop, on Christmas Eve Eve. That's right, Christmas Eve Eve. And uh, we do this because we know a lot of people have plans on Christmas Eve, and we, we believe in family. We want you to spend time with your family. And so we do it a couple days early so that we can honor God and preset our mind on Jesus Christ so we can enjoy Jesus at Christmas. How many of y'all think that's a good idea? Come on, I believe that's a great idea. And so um, how many of you will take this and invite somebody? How many of you are willing to invite somebody? Amen, thank you, I know I am. And so uh, just thank you for doing that. I really, really appreciate that. Here we are, this is the final week in our, uh, our walk. We did five psalms in five weeks, and I've just been enjoying this, this series in psalms. I don't know if you have. How many of y'all been enjoying this series in psalms? It's just been so, so good. I've been loving every, every second of it. I've really been enjoying, my wife and I, we've been laughing as we go through the psalms. How many of them, now, now I'm going to date myself just a little bit. But, but back in the day, we sang a lot of these psalms. And, and I, I, we can't, like yesterday even, we're both reading and we're laughing because we would just break into song every time we'd get across a psalm that we were singing back in the day because we sang them all right from there. And so it's just been such a joy um, to, to do this. And, uh, and we're going to be, like I said, launching into Psalm 103. I don't know if this happens in your vehicle or not. But every year when it gets cold, every year, every year, there's this little light that comes on my dashboard, and it looks like this. How many of y'all this happen? This happens. As soon as it changes, it gets cold. I don't know if it's a warning somehow, like put a coat on, or like winter's coming. I don't know what it is, but like, but how many of y'all know this is annoying? Well, this year, I'm, I've been trying to get this light to go off. It's a tire pressure monitoring system. And what it's saying is something's out of balance in your car. Like there's one, one wheel. It's a sensor that says something's uh, out of balance, most likely a tire, a tire of uh, like lost air. And so you have to try to find it. How many of you all know it, there's only four tires, but finding th- that tire is difficult? <laughs> How many of you all know you, 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 you pray and you believe God? And then you get upset with God and you pray again. Come on. I mean, it's like, so this year I've been, I've been every, every place I go by that has free air, I pull into, okay? And I don't know if paying for air is a pinnacle of capitalism or somebody's trying to control me. I'm just not sure, okay? I'm, I'm just confessing you. These are the things I go through when I pull in and it says put a dollar in for air, Okay. Okay, now to move on. Um, so every, every place I, I would try to equal it, and it just, I couldn't get this light off. 
And I would every, I mean, it took me several trips and I'm, I'm balancing everything. I'm making sure that it's all good. Finally, I, it, I just realized it just isn't working. And so I went to the dealer. I pulled in. I says, I have a problem. And they says, oh, what is it? And I says, I got this little light on. And they says, okay, let me come out and take a look at it. And I learned something about the vehicle that there's a reset button that you can hit. That's a glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. I says, God is with me. And, but I, I learned something interesting. There's a reset button that you can hit and it'll go off. But the problem is, is it's going to come back on. And he, but he, so he asked me a question. He says, did, did you measure the air? I said, did I measure the air? I've measured it several times in the last several days. As a matter of fact, I just came from somewhere. I know that every tire has the equal pressure in it right now. He says, oh, then what you need to do is, is you need to do a hard reset, which will preset the sensor differently. I said, nobody ever told me this. And he says, oh, yeah, you have to do it. I said, I'm reading the book. And he said, and I said, no, it's not even in the book. He says, yeah, we don't tell people this. And I said, <laughs> I says, is there a reason you didn't tell me this? I paid a lot for this vehicle. And I'm never, you know, I'm not late on my payments. As a matter of fact, I just paid it off. I'm just, I'm up to date. Come on, somebody, you know. And, um, and so he taught me how to, how to reset it. And, and so it created a preset based on the new balance that I have. See, what most of us do in life, when things get out of balance, we're just, we get annoyed with the light on the dash. And what that is in our lives, that's called the soul pressure monitoring system. Something's out of whack with your soul. And so what we want to do is we just simply want to hit reset when God wants us to preset how the new balance is going to work. In going into this Christmas, and at the end of the psalm, as we look through this psalm written by David, what we're doing and what we have been doing is we're presetting our lives to launch into 2022 with a newfound devotion, and now we're going to add a declaration to your life. And devotion is so, so vitally important. I don't, know if, I don't know if you've caught this, but every single week, if you haven't caught this, we've been urging everybody to read two psalms and then one more chapter every morning. How many of y'all been reading two psalms and in one other chapter? Okay, there's still time. You can jump on the train. Come on. And you can do it. I'm telling you, you can do it. It'll change your mindset. It'll change, it'll change things in your life. Why? Because every day you have to preset your life for what's going to happen in that day. Just like on the first day of the week, which is Sunday, we're presetting our mind to step into our day. Are you with me? See, so devotion equals prayer plus the word plus you got to sit quietly, which is something we do not like doing in our culture. We don't. We're addicted to our phone. We're addicted to the, to the news. We're addicted to even devotions. You know devotions can become an, when you're reading somebody else's devotion all the time, we can get addicted to that. And what you're doing is you're eating fast food when, when you can't live on that long term. I hope that's not a revelation. You can't live on, fast, on somebody else's fast food long term. It'll catch up to you. And so we got to go back and find our own devotion. And I've just been loving sitting still with God and quieting my soul before God and enjoying him. That's what this whole deal in Psalms is. That, so we're presetting. we got to preset. So what would it look like if we didn't just try to reset every Sunday, but we preset our lives based on Jesus Christ? That's what I want to answer for you today.
And so devotion plus declaration equals strength and satisfaction. How many of y'all know that we're all looking for something the same? We're all looking for true satisfaction. Am I right? We're all looking. We long for satisfaction. We long to be truly satisfied in our soul. And that's what we long for and that's what we want here. So we're going to be going to Psalm 103. It's written by David. Two things about David. He was a man after God's own heart, and he served the purposes of God in his generation. How many of you would like that to be said of you? No, no, How many of you would like that to be said of you? Yeah, okay. If you would like that to be said of you, I, I can help you with that. We're just going to take one snapshot of one psalm that he wrote, and we're going to learn from it together here. Psalm 103, verse 1. Psalm 103, verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. Forget not all of his benefits. Do you know why I believe David had to remind himself of God's benefits? Because he was just like you and me. He forgot things. Sometimes we forget God's benefits. It's easy to do that. But bless the Lord, oh my soul, is a preset to that no matter what happens in my day, soul, you're going to bless the Lord. I'm going to kneel down and I'm going to pronounce out loud and declare a blessing to God with my soul. Now, in this context, in the Hebrew, soul is literally the living being, the life, the, the, the desire, the passion, appetite, and emotion. David was saying, with all of my appetite, with all of my emotion, with everything within me, you're going to bless the Lord. You're going to pronounce and declare to God. Now, I just want to let you know something. Declaring to God is important. How many of you ever ate a good meal? Okay, those who don't have their hands up, God bless them. May this be their year. You know, when my wife Natalie, when she, she cooks a meal that's really, really good, me just not complaining doesn't mean it's a good meal trying to help your marriage right about now. Amen. But when I say out loud, this is awesome. When are you going to make this again? This is so good. What do you think happens at that moment? I'm securing tomorrow's dinner. Come on, somebody. I, <laughs> come on, you got to help me out now. Like, uh. No, see, see, declaration is just not the absence of complaining. It should be something out loud that we do. See, why do we do even praise and worship on, on Sunday morning when we come together? We don't do it to occupy time before we get to the word. We don't do it just so you can sing a good melody or, 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 or the stragglers can get here before the word. No, 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 no. We do it because we are declaring God's greatness together. Come on, weren't those Christmas carols good? Isn't it, fun? Isn't it great to watch, to, to watch people that don't even know God sing Christmas carols when you're out and about? Say, so do you realize what you're singing? No, see, see, we as believers, we should have the true satisfaction. We should have the true joy. We should have it. Because we know where it comes from. 
We know where we know where we're going here. It bless the Lord, oh my soul, all of me. I'm going to preset my mind in the New Testament. Soul, and this is the way we usually define it. It's the will. It's the thoughts. It, 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 it's, it's those emotions there. Listen, listen. So my soul is going to bless the Lord. It, I didn't say my personality is going to bless the Lord. Because quite frankly, my personality can be annoying. I saw some of you, that's right. Yeah, that, that's a word. That's a word. I, that, that, Pastor, you're getting it now. I'm telling you. I'm just glad my wife's serving in kids ministry right about now. Come on. See, your personality can be annoying, but we need to go back to the innermost part of my appetite, my, my will, my thoughts, my emotions, all these things, my mind. This is what I need to, I need to, 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 to go to God with. So what did, what did David do? He said, I'm not going to forget your benefits. How many of you all know in life you can forget God's benefits? Yeah. It's easy to forget God's benefits. Verse 3, this is what David said, I'm not going to forget. Who forgives all your iniquity and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit. That's right. Oh, I never want to forget the day I met Jesus. Oh, I don't want to forget it. Oh, it was a great day. And life hasn't been the same since. Come on. Come on, don't forget that. Who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy? Who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles? Woo! How many of y'all could use your youth to be renewed like the eagles? Come, some of you are like, yeah. I'm going to tell you how. Don't forget his benefits. So there's five benefits listed here. The first one is, is forgives iniquity. May we not forget he forgives iniquity. Oh, come on, somebody. Yeah. Don't forget that. Don't forget to remind your soul how much of a mess you would be on your own without Jesus. Okay, and if you need reminded, you need to get yourself into a small group and say, how messed up and jacked up do you think I'd be without Jesus? And they'll tell you. If they love you, they're going to say, pretty messed up. Yeah, and he heals, he makes fresh, he stitches together, and he heals my hurts, my diseases. God, he's a God who heals. Come on, we need to remember he's a God who heals. He's a God who forgives. He's a God who redeems. He's a God who bought, bought back my life. He paid the price. How many of y'all need reminded? Come on, we need reminded of all these things. He crowns us with steadfast love and mercy. Yeah, see, a crown, it, it, it means there's a prestige, there's an honor, there's a, there's a royalty, right? Well, how do I get to be God's royalty? I need to experience God's loyalty, which is found in his love and mercy. So God gives me a covenant loyalty so that I can put on a crown and become his royalty. So when you mess with me, you're messing with royalty. Look at your neighbor and say, that's you too. That's you too. Look and see, that's you. Come on, we're royalty. He crowns me with steadfast love and steadfast mercy. How many of y'all need to be reminded of these things? Yeah. Right here. 
Sometimes if we would remind ourselves regularly of these things, something good would be about to happen. I'm telling you. I'm just going to tell you, that, that word crowns us with steadfast love and mercy. That, those words are so rich and so deep in the Hebrew that it takes several words to define them. I mean, these words are like, I mean, it's like if you look them up, there's just word after word after word because they can't quite find how much God's love and mercy that he crowns you with. Amen. Man, when you walk into Christmas dinner, you need to just say, listen, royalty has arrived. Let your family know royalty has arrived. And you're not going to depress me this year. Just tell them when you show up. I'm helping you. Just a thought, just a thought. This last one, oh my goodness, he satisfies me. Oh, I am continually filled. I got plenty, more than enough. I have an abundance of satisfaction, of joy, of peace. I got more than, come on, I'm doing really, really good. Come on, come on. How are you doing? Better? How are you doing? That's it. That's being satisfied with an abundance. And because I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, I have an abundance of his love, abundance of his mercy, an abundance of his joy that goes far beyond all my circumstance. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Are you with me now? Bless the Lord. This is this over in abundance. Let me tell you this. This over in abundance is so, so awesome. I, I just, um, I guess it was like, about 10 days ago, I went to an Argentinian restaurant. And as I'm eating things, the flavors, they satisfied me. Because they were in abundance. Everything I ate, it was like my taste buds started running in different directions. I mean, everything I ate was like, it just my taste buds were like running all around my mouth. It was like, I just wanted a little bit of everything. And thank God, I was with people who love sharing. I tried, but they just didn't want it. Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. But when you're satisfied, that means it's like it's an it's abundance. It's over the top. It's that satisfaction. There's a quote from Spurgeon, a, a, a very well-known theologian that no man is ever filled to satisfaction but a believer and only God himself can satisfy even in him many have been satiated but not one is satisfied without God I'm satisfied my soul is satisfied it is well with my soul see this psalm isn't so much a psalm about the, the, the depression or going in through dark times, it's a preset to what God has for us here. So why? So that we can be renewed, we can renew our youth. Are you with me? How many of y'all need reminded of those five things? Come on, we need reminded. We need to remind ourselves. Here we go, verse six. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the people of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. 
Isn't it interesting here, David, the man after God's own heart, was remembering Exodus chapter 34, 6 and 7, in what Moses happened. So David was a man of the word. How could he preset his life? He was a man of, the, of, of, of God's word. He was a man with prayer. Another quote by Spurgeon, it says, when he was asked, what's more important, prayer or the word? He says, let me ask you a question. What's more important, breathing in or breathing out? You need to have both. And I believe that we get both of those when, we're at, when we still our hearts and we're at rest and we're at peace and we just become one with him and we still our souls. That's why we've been pleading, begging, encouraging, doing everything we can within the last five weeks to get you to get up a little bit early in the morning and spend a few minutes with Jesus. Why? So you can preset your days, day on the things of God. Amen. Now, I'm not saying your day is going to be perfect. But what it's going to help you do is whatever you face in that day, you're going to say, bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Are you with me? When that, that little gate, that light comes on in your car, bless the Lord, O oh my soul. That would be a lot better than the other things you say. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Even if you don't say them, you thought them. <laughs> Come on. See, it presets us. So David built his life on truth. Verse 9, he will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. Woo! How are you doing? Better than I deserve. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. That should excite you. You know what the problem is? Do you know I've learned? Many, Many believers have a better memory than God. I'm serious. Many believers keep reminding God of things that he's already forgotten. I don't know if you know this, God, but I'm not good enough. I don't know if you know this, God, but this happened. I don't think good enough. I'm not as holy. I I don't do this good enough. I don't do that good enough. And our minds get all screwed up up here, right? But when we realize when we've come to Jesus in true repentance and he forgives us, my sin as far as the east is from the west. That's pretty far. How many of y'all needed that word right there? There's people in here that I'm telling you, we're battling things that have already been paid for. They've been taken care of. They've been already done. So what if we went on the offensive every morning and before the devil and before everybody else tells us we're not good enough and before our own thoughts come on, we just say that I'm royalty, I'm a child of God. And say, devil, you mess with me. You're messing with God. And I'm telling you, you're going to lose. Because I read the end of the book. You're going down. No, we need to be reminded of this, right? But we get wrapped up in our life. We get wrapped up in our stuff. And he says, now bless the Lord, oh my soul. I want to give you an illustration. And it's just an illustration. It's not, I, I can't prove that this is the time David wrote this. But it's a good chapter in the Bible. How many of you know there's a lot of good chapters in the Bible? A couple, yeah, a couple. Yeah, 
kind of filled with them. Um, 1 Samuel chapter 30, write that down. For those of you that like, if you're going to read two Psalms in a chapter every day, you're going to want to write down 1 Samuel 30. Write that down, it's 1 Samuel 30. I'm not going to read the whole thing, I'm just going to pick out one verse. Right before this verse, David's leading an army, he's out fighting, and when they come back, they come back, his enemies have literally come and stolen everything from his home, including his wives and children, and everybody else's wives and children, everybody's. Not only that, after they got done stealing everything, they burnt the place to the ground. How many of y'all know that's a bad day? That's a bad day. So he comes into this situation, and um, it, it, it's, a, it's a great, great story. My wife preached on this a couple years ago, and I, we were just replaying it to this, this week, myself with a couple other guys talking about it. And, 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 and here in this moment, David was greatly distressed, verse 6, for the people spoke of stoning him. How many of you all know that's not good? Because all the people were bitter in, bitter in, yeah, each for his sons and daughters, but, but, but David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. So here's, now, I personally believe, and this is just a belief, I can't prove it, that the, how could he do that? I believe because David had a preset about God. Amen. He had a preset of who God was. I will forget not his benefits. His, his, he forgives his iniquity. He heals. He redeems. He is satisfied. Are you with me? Yeah. And so when other people went to bitterness of soul, David strengthened himself. How many of you know that, that's pretty good right there? Yeah. What would happen if every time we were going through, going through a, 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 a bad time, we went to a, a, a good default setting, not a bad default setting? See, some people's default is God's not fair. That's a default setting. I want to let you know, you should thank God he's not fair. Because if you got what you deserved, that would be fair, Right? But last I checked, how are you doing? Better than, I, yeah, you got it. You got it? You tracking? Yeah, so David strengthened himself in worship. Right in the, Earlier in the text, it said David wept until he could weep no more. I've been in places in my life where I have wept until I can weep no more. I have been down and out. I have been uh, threatened in every way. I have been down. I've been physically problems. I've had emotional problems. I've had physical, emotional, mind, you name it. I've had them all. And there's been many times in my life I've wept until I can weep no more. But every single time that I can, that what helped me out of it besides the word of God and people is worship. I had to preset my life on worship. People say to me all the time, well, like, are, are you always this way in worship? I says, no. If you let me do worship the way I want to, I would be a, a, a miserable old thing. I almost said another word. Miserable thing. Now, there's times, and let me tell you, I have to say, Saul, we're going to bless the Lord today. There's times I have to say, Saul, we're, we're, I don't know if you know this or not. I know the light is still on on the dash, but we're going to bless the Lord today. Amen. And I'm going to put some praise and worship on, and I'm going to sing it loud. Amen. 
No matter if you have a good voice or bad voice, I'm going to sing it loud. Are you with me? See, worship is important. But our default setting has to change to finances. You're going to bless the Lord today. Body, you're going to get out of bed and bless the Lord early today. I'm serious. You just got to set the clock earlier and say, body, you're going to get out of bed in Jesus' name. Soul, get up. How many of y'all know that can work? Amen. Some of you look at me like, I don't think so. I've tried it. <laughs> no, I've tried. I've done tried that. It don't work. You just need to get out of bed and say, I'm doing better than I deserve. I'm going to go and give this thing a shot. I'm going to steal my heart. I'm going to get into the word of God. I'm going to have a little chat with Jesus. I'm going to get myself a worship song. And then I'm going to get preset, sit, sit and get still before God. And one of the best things that came, there was a couple moves or waves, I should say, of what God has done over the years. One of the best ones were, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm dating myself, it was a while ago, but everybody talked about having a quiet time. Nobody talks about quiet time anymore. Nobody talks about, or did, you have your, did you have a quiet time? Most of us are afraid of quiet time. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. But we have to check what we've been listening to. And I, I, it, I don't know if you know, so all the songs you listen to, it, it keeps track. Somebody's keeping track. <laughs> and so my wife says, what's, what's, been your, what's been your most listened to song this year? And I said, what do you mean? <laughs> and she said, I, li- I got mine. I said, what was it? And it was like this holy song, move of God, or wait, wait on you, Lord. And I'm like, uh-huh. She says, what's yours? I go, I don't know how to find it. She goes, I do. I'm thinking to myself, I didn't really ask you. How many of you know, I started getting nervous. I thought, I wonder what my song is. And I says, go ahead. She says, she says it's found right here. I went, what was my song? I said, what was my song? And then, and then she told me what the, the, what the song was. It was Move Your Heart. It was Move Your Heart. That was my song. And I listened to the song over and over, Move Your Heart. And um, the, the second one was Everything Belongs to You. Everything Belongs to You. And I started thinking to myself, why, did, why was those songs my songs? Why? And I remember at the beginning of this year, I don't know how... This year feels like it was like a decade. Yeah. Anyone else with me? I mean, there's things that happened like at the beginning of the year. I'm like, yeah, three years ago. You know, it's like, no, it just happened, you know? And, and, and move your heart. And I start thinking, move your heart is about me pouring out my devotion before God. And at the beginning of this year, I listened to it over and over. God, I just want to move your heart. I just want to pour my devotion out before you. And everything is yours. Everything belongs to you. Everything is. And these are the, so there was a reason that was my default. And I was so happy these are my default. Amen. But see, it's there. And so some of you are wondering what song. Find a young person. They'll help you. But be ready. Now, full disclosure, full disclosure. Song number seven. It was Aerosmith. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> I'm just confessing, okay? But then it, went, it leaped back to like good, you know, worship music. Come on. 
I'm just confessing to you today. It's, it's good for me. Come on. See, I want to I wanna preset my life onto the things of God. That's what I want to do. Do you know what we got to get better at, church? Soul, we're going to bless the Lord. We just got to sometimes just stop and put on some good worship music. And just say, soul, you're not going to run rampant with your thoughts today. You're not going to go all these, all these places today. Soul, we're going to bless the Lord today. How do you do that? Out loud, soul, we're going to bless the Lord today. One of my significant moments in my life, um, it happened right here, and I was going through a lot physically, and... Um, I wanted healed. And at that point, I couldn't even stand. I couldn't raise my hands. And I remember, I remember getting prayer right here. And God healed me to the point I could lift my hands and begin to worship. And I remember just crying. And it was like, hey, God, I'd, I'd like the rest of me to get healed. But if this is all you ever heal, I'm good. Because it's standing up right with you. And so I went home every, I remember that week, I just went home every day. And I would just put worship music on and just, just stand, just worship him. Because I couldn't move like I do normally. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And something in me was missing. Let all that is within me bless his holy name. Soul, we're going to bless the Lord. Doesn't matter what your spouse is going to do. Soul, we're going to bless the Lord. Doesn't matter what your, your boss is going to do. Soul, we're going to bless the Lord. It doesn't matter about the whole vaccination thing. Soul, we're going to bless the Lord. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to get myself a preset and worship the Lord. That's what I'm going to do. The next several verses, and I'm not going to read them all to you, up through 19, just talk about how God is more than enough. And over and over, this psalm just is praising God. And um, then verse 20, verse 20. Bless the Lord, O you his angels, you mighty ones who do his word, obeying the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all his host, his ministers who do his will. Bless the Lord, all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. He began and ended with the bless the Lord, O my soul. And in between, I'm going to remember all his benefits. Beyond how I feel, beyond what I think, beyond what other people say, I'm going to bless the Lord, church. That's what I'm going to do. How many of y'all know that would, that would change your whole week right there? How many of y'all know that would change your Christmas right there? Am I right? Changes everything. It does. I'm just going to bless the Lord, oh my soul. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue to do. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to continue. And maybe for some of you, they're going to start two psalms a day, two chapters, two psalms a day. 
Then you're going to read an additional chapter. I've been just going through the book of Acts. Every day I jump in the book of Acts. There's one chapter. I've just been just trying to soak it in. And then I just want you to sit with Jesus. I just want you to sit with him. I want you to still your heart. I'm serious. I, I want this for you. I don't want something from you right now. I want something for you. Just talk to him. But the second thing I want, and you're going to want to take a picture of this next, your next time. You're going to want a picture of this. I'm telling you. I'm serious. Get your phones out. If you don't have your phone, you don't have the ability to take a picture, be nice to somebody who is. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to move back out the way. So, this is a declaration that I want you to take and do every single day this week. See, we devote our lives and then we declare. So get, get, you, I'm serious, you gotta get it, zoom in. If you have to run up front to get it more zoomed in, do whatever it is you gotta do. But you gotta get this declaration. I'm telling you right now, I'm asking you to do it. You got it? This is a declaration. So in addition to your devotion, I want, I want you to say this out loud every day this week. Well, I don't like, I mean, isn't that going to sound funny all alone talking out loud? How many of you talk out loud to yourself all the time? Thank you for being so honest. I'm good. I had a great conversation in the car yesterday. <laughs> Problem was nobody else was in that car. I looked over, the person next to me, hmm. So I just start singing. <laughs> I say, oh, well, I'll just go for it, okay? Just go for it. Like, <laughs> it was a great conversation, too. <laughs> okay, this is it. I'm going to read it to you then. We're all, in just a minute, we're going to stand up and say this together. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And this is all found in Psalm 103. Everything is in the Word. This is the Word of God. God has forgiven, healed, and redeemed me. He has crowned me with His steadfast love and mercy. I am a child of God. <laughs> I am satisfied with more than enough from my Father. Jesus has covered my past by what happened on the cross. He has given me a future and a hope. My family, finances, and future are in Christ Jesus' care. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Now, is anything in there object, object, do you object to anything in there? Anything in there you're like, I don't know. Anything in there? I'm, just, I'm just serious. I'm going to look because I'm asking you. We're all going to stand up and say this out loud. Unless you just, you say, I don't, I don't want to quote God's word. I don't want, I don't want to preset my life. And I'm, I'm good with that. So I want you to stand up. Okay. Okay. Now we're going to make this declaration out loud together. And so every day, you're going to do this out loud at home. Y'all, How many of y'all are willing to do that? Okay, good. Now, we're going to practice doing it right now. Here we go. Y'all ready? Here we go. Bless God. He was Oh, wait, wait. You got, you got to say that with a little bit of attitude. You got to say, I am a child of God. Try it again. Keep going. I.
my Say it loud. Come on, that's worth a little bit of celebration right there. Come on. That is so, so worth it. Okay, so here we go. Here we go. Listen, if you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ in a personal way, I can offer you that relationship where this doesn't become something other people believe, but you can too. It all happens because of what Jesus Christ has done. Jesus Christ made a way for true forgiveness and made a way that he can lead us. Isn't that exciting? And if that's you today and you're saying, I want to know more about this, when you came in, if you, there's a little card you can receive and you can say, I want Jesus Christ to be the forgiver of my past and leader of my future, you can check it off and somebody's going to contact you and help you cross that bridge. And that's the most exciting thing. But how we're going to end today, we're going to end singing a song. And the title of this song is, is, is how God turns graves like, or turns... Um, Graves in the gardens, that's right. I thought I was reversing them. I thought that didn't sound right in my head. And I thought, woo, he doesn't do that. Come on. He turns graves, dead places into gardens where he grows stuff. And so, so come on, we're going to tell our soul you're going to participate. Now, some of you are saying, I don't know that song. Okay, just a couple minutes, y'all going to learn it. (laughs) So I want you to be with everything within you to sing this song. Come on, everything within you. If you need to run up front, you run up front. If you you, you want to kneel down, you kneel down. But beyond your circumstances right now, beyond how you feel, bless the Lord, oh my soul. Church, let's worship God with all that is within us.